Good morning, sports fans. Welcome to another episode of The Benchwarmer. I'm your host, Jason, of The Detailing Mind. So, that time of the year has finally come. It's the Stanley Cup playoffs. And if you recall, I had made some predictions a few weeks ago when the uh, the league was still about uh, 20, 25 uh, games out, I want to say. Um, but as of uh, last night, May 1st, they finished their last game. Now, um, come the, the end of the games on April 29th, they already knew who was going to be in the playoffs and what seeds because the last game on May 1st were between two teams that were utterly eliminated from playoff contention. And so it was basically just a fluff game, you know, just to kind of round out the season. Um, so I kind of I figured what I'd do for uh, today is uh, kind of break down just my comparisons between uh, my predictions for who would make the playoffs, and then once I've kind of gone through those, I'll run through my uh, my bracket picks for now. Uh, now I'm going to do something a little bit different this time, just because um, I don't know. I, I just want to try something different. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm only going to go through up until the uh, the final four, if you will, the uh, conference uh, championships, and uh, once the uh, the first couple rounds get underway uh, and then uh, we actually get to see who made it to the uh, conference final uh, final four if you will then what I'll do is I will uh, revisit my predictions and see how they do in light of the, the final four teams left in the playoffs and then once again kind of re-ante up my uh, um my predictions for who's going to win each conference and go to the Stanley Cup finals as well as who's going to win the finals. And then obviously how many games it's going to take for uh, each team to win it all, if you will. Um, so that's kind of the game plan I'm going to have going on here. Um, I was thinking about maybe just doing it round by round, but uh, um, that can get pretty tedious, you know, and Plus, it doesn't really make any sense to do it uh, the further on you get because then, it, you know, it's kind of less and less. But I figured this will probably be a good way to just kind of average it out. So um, so here's kind of what I got right now for the playoff predictions that I made a few weeks back. Um, and I'll kind of break it down by division and then uh, and then the, the two wildcard spots at the end after the, the two divisions uh, in each conference. So, uh, starting in the Eastern Conference in the Atlantic Division, if you recall, my predictions were uh, Toronto in the number one seed, Florida at number two, and Boston at number three. And, uh, well, I got all three of them wrong in terms of their ordering, but I did get two of the three correct in terms of... um, just being in the uh, top three in the division. And so the actual results for the Atlantic division were uh, Florida at number one, Toronto number two, and Tampa Bay Lightning at number three, which if I recall, I remember talking about uh, um, Tampa being in the top three in their division way back when I made my predictions a few weeks ago. And so... um, 
they it was kind of a long shot from my perspective that Boston were, was going to get up into the uh, number three seed. Um, but I wanted to make that prediction just to, you know, not base it solely off of, you know, where they're seated at, at the present. I kind of want to take into account any kind of like, uh, you know, slumps in performance that might lead to like a five or six game losing streak. And then, the, you know, the vice versa, you know, where you'd go on a winning streak and, and you like bump up the, uh, your, your standings, you know, so, um, I took a shot with Boston on that one, but obviously it uh, didn't work out. They didn't get into the top three, but hey, you know, it was worth a shot. Um, the other thing I wanted to note as well is, um, when, even when I did my predictions for who would make the playoffs a few weeks ago, um, one of the big caveats I didn't mention was that the Eastern Conference was pretty well taken care of in terms of who were going to be the uh, at least the top seven seeds. Um, I think there was maybe maybe the two wild card spots were still up in the air, but uh, um, for the most part, it was down to just those two those two wild card spots, and the other teams are pretty much guaranteed to make it in. It was just a matter of. Uh, what seed they would end up at. Whereas in the Western Conference, uh, once again, they were completely opposite. I mean, they had uh, a whole bunch of uh, seeds that were still open to being taken by somebody, by a contender trying to get into the playoffs. So uh, it was kind of a night and day type of uh, situation with uh, both conferences. One conference being pretty much solidified um, early on, relatively speaking, and uh, the other one going right up to the wire. And I think uh, that was actually the case in some of the uh, Western Conference games. I think I recall uh, some of the teams' uh, last couple of games, they kind of blew it, you know. And um, even with one of the teams, their last game went down to uh, them losing, decided whether or not they would be in the top three in the division or a wild card spot. So um, you can see the Western Conference was more competitive. Uh, down to the wire type of thing, so I, I thought that was pretty cool to see uh, that kind of you know intensity still left at the end of the season, where everyone was scrapping to get in that was hoping to you know get in. So um, anyway, back to my predictions. So that was the Atlantic Division. Once again, they turned out to be Florida Panthers, number one seed, Toronto Maple Leafs, number two, and the Tampa Bay Lightning in the three seed in the division. Moving over to the Metropolitan Division, if you recall, I picked the Carolina Hurricane to be uh, the number one seed, New York Rangers to be number two seed, and the New York, I'm sorry, the Pittsburgh Penguins to be number three seed. And I got those exactly right. They're in the same exact order even, you know. So I called that uh, division uh, very well. Got, got that one 100% there. Um, so I'm pretty proud of, of myself on that on that guess. And then the last two wild cards. Um, if you recall, I predicted uh, Tampa Bay Lightning to be number one wild card with uh, Washington to be the number two wild card. And I only got one of them correct. Obviously, that would be the Washington Capitals in the number two wildcard spot. And the number one wildcard spot will be uh, Boston Bruins. So you can see there's been a, just a couple flip-flops uh, here and there in my predictions. But for the most part, uh, it was, uh, you know, the most accurate of the two conferences, I guess I would say. But once again, I can't give myself too much credit on that just because, if you recall... Uh, 
it was also the most solidified uh, conference in terms of who would be potential uh, seeds um, in their division on the wild cards. So, I mean, it was kind of an easy pick on that one to, to go through and figure out uh, who was going to be in and who was going to be in and what seeds they would be in. So, um, that was a pretty easy guess there. Um, so, I don't give myself too much uh, credit on, on the Eastern Conference just because they were uh, pretty pretty definite on, in terms of the uh, their stacked uh, um, eight, if you will. Uh, moving on to the Western Conference, a little bit more uh, um, fluidity here when it came to which teams are uh, jockeying for those final eight seeds. Uh, going to the Central Division, if you recall, my um, predictions were the Colorado Avalanche in the number one seed, Nashville Predators number two seed, and the Minnesota Wild coming at number three seed in the Central Division. Uh, actual results as of... I guess now still, obviously, would be uh, Colorado Avalanche. Still number one seed, so I got that one correct. Number two seed is Minnesota Wild. And the St. Louis Blues coming into the third seed. So I got two out of the three correct in terms of uh, guessing which teams would be the, the division winners. And then I got only one seed correct in terms of where they would fall in the uh, positioning. So um, that, that was pretty good uh, round there. Uh, same thing with um, the Pacific Division. I predicted that it was going to be Calgary Flames in the number one seed with uh, LA Kings in number two and the Vegas Golden Knights in number three. And the actual results were the Cal- Calgary Flames at number one seed, uh, Edmonton Oilers number two seed, which I didn't even predict them to get into the playoffs, but here they are. So... Uh, you can see just how the uh, the West was a little more volatile in terms of who could get in, who who didn't get in. So, and then obviously the last one would be the uh, L.A. Kings coming in the number three seed in the uh, Pacific Division. So, once again in the Pacific Division, I got two out of the three correct, with one of them being in the right seeding order. So, still pretty good, I would say. Um, what I might do too is I might try to devise a, a way to uh, um, come up with a scoring system, you know, where uh, two points if I get the if I pick the, the top three, you know, so that means a, a conference would be worth, uh, or I mean, a division would be worth uh, six points if I get all three of the teams correct, kind of like what I did in the Metropolitan, and let's say one point if I get it in the right order, you know, so you could have a potential of nine points per division, you know, maybe I should do something like that, I don't know, but, uh, um, yeah, so, did pretty good in the uh, Pacific Division, and then the wild card uh, seedings, I predicted St. Louis in, in wild card spot number one, and Winnipeg in number two, and I dorked those up completely, because number one wild card, it went to the Dallas Stars, which, once again, I didn't even have them going into the playoffs and then the number two wild card was Nashville Predators so you can see how um, Nashville went from my prediction to be number two in in the Pacific I'm sorry in the Central Division all the way down to being the second wild card just barely squeaking in and if I recall I think that was the team that I mentioned earlier where it came right down to the wire the last game of the season because they lost they went from like third seed in their division all the way down to the second wild card 
barely squeaking in. So uh, you can see how uh, um, the Western Conference really played out to be really close. It was a, uh, you know, like I said, it was pretty exciting to kind of watch them uh, jockey for positions and see who to end up uh, winning it all. So um, that's kind of how things turned out for both the Eastern and the Western Conference in terms of their uh, um, final standings in their division, their league, their conference, and then who would obviously go on and and uh, make it into the Stanley Cup uh, playoffs. And so what that does is that sets us up for the, the playoff brackets, which um, I'm not sure when they start playing, but I'm, i I got a feeling it's going to be pretty soon here. I don't think they give them too much of a break. So my guess is is probably in a couple of days they'll start with game one. Um, but uh, what we're looking at here is um, they seed it kind of like in um, the NCAA playoffs. They have basically four number ones. So they, in a way they kind of do it based off a of division. So what they do is they rank the uh, divisional seeds one, two, and three, and then they will assign the wild cards a number four seed. Now sometimes the wild card uh, seed will not go in with their actual division. For example, I think it's uh, Nashville here. Yeah, the Nashville Predators. They are in the. Uh, Central division, but because of their seating being in the uh, wild card twos position, they actually get tossed in with the Pacific division teams. So, in the conference championships, there is a possibility that could two teams from the same division could face off uh, with how they do the seating. Which I don't know. I I don't know if it, how I feel about how they do that. You know, it's if you're going to have conferences and and offer conference finals then you should have it set up to where everybody from that conference plays but you know the, the way that the wild card is sets up is you could have two wild card teams from the same division going in there so you could have five teams from one division and only three from the other um so i, I guess it kind of makes sense to do it this way but i mean i don't know i, I think they should just really go back to how they did it before and have it set up to where you have three divisions or even four divisions. I mean, you got 32 teams now. You could set it up just like the NFL, and you can have it set up to where you have four division uh, champs, and then you have uh, four or three wild card seeds. You know, um, do it that way. I think that would be a fun way to do it, to be honest. Um, and who knows? Maybe they're going to. Uh, Revamp the structure of the conferences and the divisions. Um, I mean, they do technically have four divisions right now, if I recall correct. Yeah, yeah, they basically they have four divisions right now. So I mean, I don't know. I, I think that they should do four divisions per, per per conference, you know, and then have four teams in each rather than having eight teams in there. But my guess is they don't want to copy the NFL too terribly much, but. That's kind of where we're at, you know. Um, so that's how they do the uh, the seeding in the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. It's the division uh, seeds get one, two, and three. The wild card will get a fourth seed, and they will get tossed in there based off of how they do. And so the the uh, better of the number one seeds 
will face off against the wild card number two seed. Um, so that's kind of how I break it down. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, I don't know if they do the uh, um, bracket restructuring. That's how they used to do it in the old system where they would play one round and then they would reseed. Well, not necessarily reseed, but they would restructure the second round so that the the top seed will play against the bottom seed and then the uh, two middle seeds will play against each other, that type of thing. Um, but I think now they do it where it's just they stay in the same bracket that way. You can go online and do the bracket challenge that they have and uh, um, don't have to worry about reordering your uh, your picks, you know, after that round. So I think they go back to just the normal way that most uh, leagues do it, and that is they uh, just have the brackets uh, run its course. They don't re re uh, reseed, if you will, and have uh, the teams get reshuffled. Um, but with that in mind, with kind of a breakdown overview, if you will, of how it's going to work with uh, the playoffs, um, basically what we're going to do is just kind of run through some of the uh, the matchups. I'll give my predictions as to who's going to win and what game they're going to win. Keep in mind it's a best of seven, so you have to win four uh, to progress to the um, next round. And then I think what they do is uh, if you get done early, you get a longer break. Now, that could be good. That could be bad. Uh, if you have quite a bit of some minor injuries that you have to attend to, it might be good that you get done early so you can have some of your players mend up and and uh, return to the lineup. But at the same token, if you're on a roll, you don't want to lose your momentum either. And so I think that's the, kind of the cool thing about uh, – the, uh, the best of series that a lot of the lo- leagues will do, you know, primarily uh, um, hockey and then baseball uh, and then basketball. I think baseball does like best of five, I think it is initially. Um, but uh, I'll have to double check that. But that's what I like, especially about basketball and hockey is they have best of seven. So it's almost, you know, the playoffs are a, a, uh, like a, a mini uh, season, if you will. You know, if you play four rounds to win the Stanley Cup and you go to game seven every single time, that's 28 games. I mean, you're, you know, you're almost putting up, you're, you're putting up about a quarter of the regular season at least, you know. So that, that's a pretty good, uh, um, that's a pretty good uh, um, feat to accomplish to, you know, play 82 games in the regular season and then have a potential of playing another 28 I mean, that's 100, I think that's 100 games. That's 110 games. My math is horrible, so please forgive me. But um, that's a lot, you know. That is, that is a long season. If you go seven games every single round and you end up playing 28 games to win the Stanley Cup, even worse if you play 28 games and you lose the Stanley Cup, that's even worse. So uh, uh, it's a gauntlet, that's for sure. That, that's why I really do appreciate uh, hockey, just because it's a grueling sport. Um, and I also have a lot of props for basketball too, just because you do end up having to do the uh, best of seven, and that's that's a, that is a gauntlet. You know, you're 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 definitely in uh, sprint mode for what should be a middle distance uh, uh, race. If you uh, follow track and field, you get that reference. But 
Um, anywho, here are the uh, Eastern Conference round one, or uh, I guess uh, wild card round, if you want to call it that. Uh, so what I've got going on here is uh, a number one seed Carolina Hurricane versus number four seed Washington Capitals, and um, I'm going to go with the Carolina Hurricane on this one in six games. Um, not because I don't like the Washington Capitals. I would prefer the Washington Capitals to win. Uh, I do like Alex Ovechkin. And um, I'm not really too big of a fan of teams in the South having a hockey team. But, uh, you know, in this case, I, I just I don't think that uh, Washington's going to pull it off uh, in this one. But uh, I think they'll put up a fight, but I think Carolina will win it in six games. Um, so that's my prediction there. Number two, Pittsburgh versus number three, New York Rangers. I'm going to go with the New York Rangers in uh, six games. Um, mainly because uh, i am just gotten to the point where I don't like the Pittsburgh Penguins anymore. I'm uh, still kind of sour after the 2009 Stanley Cup uh, Finals in Game 7 when uh, Detroit should have won it, but uh, um, they missed an icing call, which was a very blatant icing uh, call to make because both teams stopped skating because of the Detroit player uh, touched the puck. And so both teams figured it was... Uh, a dead puck, icing, goes back to uh, the Detroit's offensive uh, zone. But one of the Pittsburgh players went and just, you know, grabbed the puck and wrapped it around the, the net and put it in the net. And the goalie wasn't even paying attention either. He was under the assumption that it was a uh, an icing call. And the refs were like, yeah, we'll count it. Why not? You know, so they ended up winning by one goal. So at the very least, Detroit should have lost in overtime, which is what I was hoping that it would happen. I My prediction in 2008 was Detroit and Pittsburgh would play in the finals and Detroit would win in game six, and I got that one correct. And my 2009 prediction was once again Detroit and Pittsburgh in the finals with Detroit winning in overtime in game seven. So I was so close to it being a reality uh, back-to-back. But at least I got the two predictions as to who was going to go to the Stanley Cup correct. But... Uh, um, so that's kind of where it's at. Um, I thought I did pretty good guess back then, but uh, my 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 begrudge sense of uh, whatever is still present when it comes to uh, um, you know Detroit losing that 2009 Stanley Cup. So I uh, I've kind of lost uh, my uh, respect for the Pittsburgh Penguins especially their fan base, but, uh, um, so that's my pick, New York Rangers in six games, and we'll leave it at that, um, next up on the list is coming from the, uh, um, Atlantic Division, we got number one, Florida Panthers versus number four, Boston Bruins, I'm picking the Boston Bruins in game seven, because I just, I don't think Florida should have a hockey team, I'm sorry, I just don't think they should have a hockey team. Especially in Miami, that's where the Florida Panthers are. They're in Miami. You know what? What does Miami know about ice hockey? You know, but well, apparently they know quite a bit because they've they're number one. <laughs> so I think they're number one in the whole uh, in their whole conference too. But um, so 
I'm going with Boston in uh, seven games. That's my upset right there. My big upset anyway. And then the last one is uh, number two, Tampa Bay Lightning versus number three, Toronto Maple Leafs. I'm picking Toronto in uh, seven, or I'm sorry, in five games. Um, once again, I just don't think that uh, um, Florida should have a hockey team, especially a nice hockey team. And uh, from my opinion, uh, the, I don't want to see a team from Florida ever win in a Stanley Cup ever again. So sorry, Tampa Bay. I, I know that you guys have been on a pretty good streak as of late. And um, I do appreciate uh, this, the franchise being successful as a result of Steve Eiserman, one of the uh, Detroit Red Wing greats. Um, he went in there and he built it up to where they could win another Stanley Cup. So I do appreciate that in terms of helping progress Steve Eiserman's uh, management career. But uh, beyond that, I really don't care if... Uh, Tampa Bay ever wins another Stanley Cup ever again, so I'm going with Toronto on that one. Um, so that's my uh, um, round one wild card uh, um, round, if you will, my, my predictions for that round. The Eastern Conference round two, or the division championship, if you will, um, I have predicted to be a number one Carolina Hurricane versus number three New York Rangers. And this is going to be where I'm going to have to do another upset. Go with the New York Rangers. Once again in seven games. Um, just because, once again, I don't want to see uh, the Carolina Hurricane um, win another Stanley Cup. I'd prefer to see Toronto go in there and win it. Um, over Carolina. So, once again, it's one of those things where I don't really think uh, they should have a team um, because they're they're in the South and they have a little bit of an idea of um, of what winter is like and playing ice hockey. You know, I mean, it does get you, you do get a little bit of frost and a little bit of ice and snow on the ground there in North Carolina. Uh, I guess maybe I'd have a little bit better of a, uh, um, I guess, um, response or, or attitude towards them if they were more like Sh- Charlotte-based. I think they're Raleigh-based, and so, you know, they kind of have like that hurricane vibe to it, you know, being there on the lakefront or being close to the lake. And I think I think that if they're going to have a team, it should be in Charlotte, you know. Hell, I'd be cool with them changing the name to the Charlotte Hornets and paying homage to the NBA team. That would be awesome. Um, but, you know, don't always get my way, so. Um, anywho, uh, New York Rangers in seven games. That's my other upset for uh, the Eastern Conference. And the next up is number three, Toronto versus number four, Boston. A nice uh, original six matchup here. And I'm going to go Toronto in six games just because... I just would rather see Toronto win it over Boston. Although, it now that I think about it, it would be nice to see the New York Rangers and the Boston uh, Bruins face off in the conference finals. Um, not only is, there, is it a really good uh, original six matchup, but it also feeds into that rivalry that you see 
in other sports between Boston and New York City, you know. Um, big one being in baseball when it's the New York Yankees versus the uh, the Boston Red Sox. So I am definitely all for seeing that rivalry play out in the NHL. But in this case, I'm going to go with the, uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs rather than the Boston Bruins. So... Um, that kind of rounds out my uh, Eastern Conference half of the Stanley Cup playoff predictions. And that leaves me with two of my final four teams that will be facing off in their conference uh, finals. And that would be Toronto Maple Leafs versus the New York Rangers. Um, moving on over to the Western Conference. Once again, round one or the divisional round, or I'm sorry, the uh, wild card round, if you will. Uh, we've got the number one Colorado Avalanche versus the number four Vegas Golden Knights. And I am going to go with the uh, Colorado Avalanche in four games. They're going to be a sweep. Um, now, a lot of people might be wondering, you know, why would a Detroit Red Wings fan pick the Colorado Avalanche in four games? Especially given the fact that uh, um, there's a history of a rivalry between uh, the Colorado Avalanche and the Detroit Red Wings. And understood, you know, I, I do agree that there is still some vestiges of, of um, a rivalry left over, but it's really not that much anymore. You know, uh, I, I think after 2002, we the Detroit Red Wings pretty much put a stomping on uh, that rivalry that uh, pretty much ended it, you know. I mean, there's still a little bit of rivalry left over just because of the uh, the 90s and early 2000s, that era, that, that decade of the uh, the rivalry, you know. There's, so it's still kind of a nostalgia thing. But uh, otherwise, I think that rivalry has pretty much been set, settled. I think Detroit came out on top and, and kind of showed everybody, you know, basically who's boss in that regard. So... Um, my guess is is that uh, uh, that's not too big of an issue anymore. The main reason, though, that I'm picking the Colorado Avalanche is because I don't like the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, to be honest, I don't think Vegas should have a hockey team, a nice hockey team at that. Kind of the same thing as, as being with Florida. What does Vegas have know about, you know, ice hockey, you know, they're in the middle of a desert, yeah, sure, it gets cold, you know, in the evenings, uh, during the winter months, but, I mean, it's, it's nothing spectacular, you know, um, even when I visited Phoenix in the wintertime, they didn't get ice or snow there in Phoenix, you had to go all the way up to the Grand Canyon in order to, uh, get any snow or, or really cold weather, you know, so, this whole idea that, you know, these teams that are kind of in the desert should have hockey teams is pretty uh, pretty lame in my opinion. But they have them. I guess there's a market for it. I can kind of see Vegas having, a, you know, a team just for the market value, but I don't know. Um, that's just my opinion, but uh, I'm sticking with the Colorado Avalanche. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cheer for them just because I don't like... Vegas Golden Knights, so basically it boils down to, I mean, liking, uh, not liking uh, uh, the Colorado Avalanche team less than I don't like the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. 
Uh, moving on to the second matchup in the Central Division. We've got number two, Minnesota, versus number three, St. Louis. I think that's going to be a good matchup. I think these two teams meet quite frequently in the playoffs to where um, I'm sure they probably have some sort of a rivalry going just because they're in the same division and consistently are meeting up with each other in the playoffs. Kind of like a, an unofficial rivalry, kind of like what Detroit and Nashville had when, De- when Detroit was in the uh, Central Division with uh, Nashville. They would often meet up in the playoffs. Um, same thing with the uh, Detroit and Anaheim or San Jose. Primarily San Jose. I, I know that for a while there, San Jose would always have Detroit's number, you know. Um, and so... I think that this is the same case with uh, um, Minnesota and uh, St. Louis. They have uh, this playoff rivalry where they always seem to find each other in the playoffs, and it's always a good setup, a good good series. So my, uh, my prediction is going to go to the Minnesota Wild in, in six games. Um, I just like the Minnesota team a little bit more than the St. Louis team. I think both, uh, both cities, both teams are really good hockey uh, environments. Um, I just like the Minnesota wild a little bit more mainly because they kind of harken back in in a way to the north stars um i kind of wish that they would get to reuse the north star uh naming convention return to their jerseys you know or maybe even come up with a new one i think if i recall correctly they had a uh like some sort of a heritage or throwback jersey that they had that was a little bit more themed towards uh the uh, north stars but kind of also bringing in aspects of the wild um logo and stuff like that. I'll have to double check that, but uh, um, I think they should come back and make it official that they're the North Stars. Um, let the Dallas rename their team since they moved, but if they, hell, if they want to call themselves the Lone Stars, I'm fine with that too. They got the North Stars and the Lone Stars, both in the Central Division, I think they are. Uh, if not, I think uh, Dallas is in the uh, uh, Pacific, but still, it kinda, it'd be kind of cool to have the Lone Stars and then the uh, North Stars. Lone Stars, I mean, they could go red, white, and blue because that's, you know, what they're big on anyway. So, um, anyway, that's beside the point. Um, going over to the Pacific Division, we've got Calgary Flames, number one seed versus the number four Nashville Predators. Going with Calgary on this one. Um, just not a fan of Trashville. Once again, this kind of harkens back to the uh, Detroit rivalry with them, especially meeting in the playoffs. Um they're called Trashville for a reason because I always remember them as being really trashy of a team. Yeah, just trashy of a city too. Um, although they have in recent years uh, really revitalized downtown. We turned it into basically one big uh, commercialized uh, country-themed, uh, uh, you know, for the bars and the clubs. Um, so some people like that. I mean, it, it has revitalized it, but not my cup of tea, but I'm not going to knock them for revitalizing it in their own unique way, if you will. Um, but when it comes to hockey, sorry, guys, I'm just, I can't cheer for Trashville. So I'm going to go with the Calgary Flames in five games. And then lastly, we've got the number two Los Angeles Kings and number three Edmonton Oilers. And um, even though I kind of consider uh, um Los Angeles to be in the south, if you will, just because they're kind of more in a, you know, they're in a warmer environment um, to where they don't really get that much snow. I still consider them in the south in terms of having the, the southern uh, 
uh, weather, if, uh, if you will. Um, but I do also recognize that they have a long history of hockey. Um, the LA Kings have been around since uh, 67, 68, around in there. When they are part of the second group of six to uh, join the uh, original six in the NHL, like so, it's basically the uh, um, the first expansion, if you will. Um, so they have quite a bit of history, so I respect them for that. But I'm going with the Edmonton Oilers in six games in this. Uh, once again, I just I don't know. I, I think that a lot of the uh, Canadian markets do deserve a bunch more respect and, uh, um, I guess kind of, uh, like allegiance, if you will, you know, or support because I mean, they're the diehard fans up there, you know, the, the Canadians and, and then the, the, uh, the, the Northerners and the Northern States. I mean, that's, that, this is our big thing, you know, I mean, yeah, sure. You look at places like green Bay that are really big in football, and even Minnesota, I mean, with the Vikings, they, they, they're really big on football too. But, I mean, they're also really huge on hockey. And, you know, I think it's just more built into the, 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 the culture, the environment, you know, the, the overall ambiance of what is to be Canadian or quote-unquote northern. Um, so I'm going to go with Edmonton on that because I, I they have a really – good history as well. I think they won it four times in a row or at least three times in a row, which is really tough to do. Um, I think they're the only team to do it, win it three times in a row that, you know, takes place during the current era. Um, I can't remember if anyone did it in the original six era. I know teams have done it uh, before the original six. Um, I call it the original 10 era because it, uh, it seems like there's 10 teams with a couple of them, like two or three teams constantly dropping out and another two, you know, two or three teams coming in. You know, this takes place kind of before the original six era. You know, this is where you get into like the original six Ottawa, I mean the, the pre-six Ottawa uh, Senators team, the Montreal Maroons, uh, the New York Americans, Victoria Cougars, which technically is the Detroit Red Wings, but for some reason the NHL doesn't count them as a continuation of the Victoria Cougars. Um, even though the guy brought, bought the team and moved them to Detroit from Victoria, they still don't count it, but they count it when it's done to teams like, you know, Hartford or Quebec, you know, when they move their teams, you know, or even uh, Minnesota North Stars when they moved to the Dallas uh Texas environment still got to keep the same franchise uh, continuity. So I don't know why Detroit doesn't get to do the same with the Victoria Cougars, but whatever. Um, so um, I'm going to go with Edmonton Oilers just because they have that that whole uh, ambiance, that that whole uh, northern vibe of you know hockey fans um, and just hockey market. So I'm going to go with them. Uh, that rant aside, um, round two, which is, I guess you can consider the divisional finals. That means my predictions will be number one, Colorado versus number two, Minnesota. Um, here's where I'm going to kind of show that I still have a little bit of rivalry and, uh, animosity towards the Colorado Avalanche because I'm going to go with the Minnesota Wild in seven games. 
And then number one, Calgary versus number three, Edmonton. I'm going to go Calgary in six games. I just I think that uh, Calgary has been at the top of their division and conference for you know a good chunk of the uh, season. So I'm going to just stick with them through it all. Um, and uh, that gets me to the second half of my uh, final four. So um, Eastern Conference Finals will be between the Calgary Flames and the Minnesota Wild. And uh, as a recap, that means that my final four teams will be the Toronto Maple Leafs versus the New York Rangers in the Eastern Conference Finals versus the... or. On the flip side, in the Western Conference Finals, it's going to be the Calgary Flames versus the Minnesota Wild. So there you have it, folks. That's my uh, conference final predictions for the playoffs, as well as a quick uh, rehash of how I did on my uh, playoff predictions. I thought I did pretty decent. Um, so what I think I'm going to do, like I said, is one of these days sit down and come up with a uh, points... Um, a point scale to figure out how I'm going to um, rank my performance, you know, by division, by conference, overall, that type of thing. See how close I get. Um, two points for this, one point for that, you know. Maybe three points if I get the uh, the number of points that they end the season with, you know. Something to that effect. Um, but... Uh, that's where I'll leave it at right now, and I'll check back in uh, later on this month when we get closer to the uh, conference finals. Uh, and once the conference finals have been uh, um, set in stone, then I'll get back with you as to what my predictions will be for each conference final between the two pair of teams, as well as my predictions for the Stanley Cup finals, as well as who will win the Stanley Cup this year. So I'd like to thank you for tuning in to The Detailing Mind. I hope you have a good week. Uh, Have a good one.